Welcome to Influencer Business, where influencers get help with the hard stuff. Think of us as your business Bible. We're a team of influencers and entrepreneurs dedicated to bringing professional resources and infrastructure to our community. I'm Rich Scudelari, CEO of Trove. I'm an entrepreneur focused on helping influencers run and grow their businesses with the resources and information they need. I host this podcast as well as a live webinar called Office Hours, which takes place every Wednesday. Here, I dig deeper into each weekly topic and answer all of your most pressing questions. Our weekly podcast features guests from across the professional landscape sharing their experiences and advice and answering questions from the Trove community, which you can submit on our website at www.trovebusiness.com. Each month at Trove is dedicated to a topic that is essential to building your influencer business. This month, we are covering online protection, privacy, and security. This is an incredibly important topic for anyone, but it has much bigger implications for influencers. As an influencer, your personal identity and professional identity are one and the same. Unlike someone employed by another company, most of the time your office is your home and your personal life is your business life. This raises the stakes significantly when it comes to protecting your information because they are inextricably intertwined. If your personal data is compromised, then so is your professional identity. If someone scams you out of money, they're robbing your business as well. So where most people have their personal and professional lives decoupled, yours are one and the same, which means that you have to protect both equally fiercely because when one is compromised, your whole life comes to a grinding halt. Over the course of the next few weeks, we are going to cover several different areas where you need to be protecting yourself. But today, we're going to start with the basics, personal data security. We have an incredible guest joining us today, Dr. Lori Craner, a professor at Carnegie Mellon University and a world-renowned expert in privacy and data security. We chatted with her about everything from creating strong passwords to her personal experience of having her cell phone hijacked while it was in her hands. You will definitely not want to miss that story because if it can happen to her, a woman who has dedicated her life to privacy and security, it can happen to anyone. But first, why are we starting with this topic? We're starting with it because you can't expect to run a thriving business without it. If your personal data is compromised, then you can't focus on building your business. You will instead spend days trying to iron out the complications that come with personal data and identity theft. And anyone who's been through this can tell you it's a personal hell. That's the bad news. The good news is that it's actually not that hard to add a few extra layers of security to your life in order to protect yourself and your business. If you become a tougher target than the average human, you'll be left alone because the financial reward will not be worth the time and effort. So what are these simple steps you can take? We recently published an article on TroveBusiness.com talking about the seven things that you can do as an influencer to make your life more secure. One, stay organized and pay attention. Most of these hackers just rely on the fact that we're all too busy to really care about security. But if you make it a priority and pay attention, you're already one step ahead of everyone else. Two, ask questions and double-check specifics. This builds a little bit off of one. See, thieves are looking to prey on the fact that we're all either rushed or hesitant to question why someone is asking for something. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If something doesn't feel right, don't be afraid of confrontation. If someone is asking you for your information, they should have a valid reason. Three, create strong, unique passwords. 81% of all security breaches online are due to weak passwords. And at one point or another, all of us have used the same password for everything. But don't, because if one login is compromised, all the others will be too. Four, use two-factor authentication. Yes, it might be a pain, but it can save tens of hours and thousands of dollars. 
Five, practice safe Wi-Fi. Your local coffee shop might have a password, but if everybody knows it, is it really safe? Use a VPN and avoid sending sensitive information over a public Wi-Fi signal. Six, don't share your social security number. This is your unique identifier, and if it's compromised, you'll spend years unraveling the damage. Yes, there will be times when you need to share it, like when you're applying for a loan or something of that nature, but always see if there's alternate information you can share. Seven, don't use debit cards if you can help it. Credit cards are a much better option because of how they work and the protections put in place to safeguard against fraud. We dive deeper into each of these topics on our website, so to learn more, head to www.trovebusiness.com. Now I want to turn to our interview with Dr. Lori Craner, who will shed some light on some of the key components of maintaining privacy and security in your life. I'm incredibly excited to have with me on the podcast today Dr. Lori Craner, an expert in privacy and security. Dr. Craner is a professor at Carnegie Mellon University. She teaches in the computer science and the engineering and public policy departments. She also runs their CUPS Laboratory, which is a world-renowned laboratory focused on real-world applications of privacy and security. She has written over 150 papers and actually back in 2016 was asked by the U.S. government to take a leave of absence from her work at Carnegie Mellon to serve as the chief technologist at the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, which is focused on protecting U.S. consumers. She's an absolute pioneer in the industry and a highly sought-after speaker and definitely one of the most trusted resources when it comes to major publications. You can find her on CNN, you can find her on the Washington Post, you can find her on the Wall Street Journal, or you can find her online. You can watch her TED Talk on Passwords, which now has over 1.5 million views uh, and, and a great watch if you have 15 minutes. But I think that our favorite thing about Dr. Craner is that she's focused her research on practical applications of privacy and security. She really wants to make our lives as the consumer better in reality and not, not just in theory. So without any further ado, I'm pleased to welcome Dr. Lori Craner to influence her business. Dr. Craner, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Absolutely. Wonderful to have you. Now, you're probably best known for your work with passwords. So let's start there. What is the most common mistake you see people make when it comes to passwords? Well, I think people have a lot of passwords and they can't figure out how they're going to keep track of all of them. And so they just use the same password over and over again. <laughs> I, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes. Yeah, I've certainly been guilty of that myself at times, but I'm trying to clean up my act. Um, what in terms of we have a lot of listeners who are business owners whose personal lives and business lives are inextricably intertwined. What can they do to avoid that? Yeah, so I, I think, first of all, it's important that you don't use the same password over and over again. And uh, the the, the the reason for that is that if it gets compromised in one place, the mm -hmm. attackers may be able to use it to break into your other accounts. And mm -hmm. especially for a small business owner, you know, you might have used a password on some like game site or newspaper site you don't care about. <laughs> right. But if you use that same password on a financial account or an account important to your business, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, going to be a very big problem. Now, we not all of us have, you know, the ability to render 50 different, you know, 15, 15 character long passwords. How do you feel about password managers? Yeah, I think password managers are a terrific idea. I use one myself and I definitely recommend that people use them. And uh, how often are you, this is, I think, a topic that has, there's some debate around, but how often would you recommend uh, people changing passwords, especially for secure accounts? 
Yeah, if you have good, unique passwords to start with, you really don't need to change your passwords very mm -hmm. often or at all. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really more important to start with a good, unique password. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, if you find out that your password is at a company um, that has had a data breach, then, mm -hmm. you know, by all means, change your password. Or, you know, if you think somebody uh, looked over your shoulder and saw you typing in your password, mm -hmm. then go ahead and change your password. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, if you have a strong password, you don't need to change it all the time. Well, that's awesome. And if you're using, if you do have unique passwords and there is a data breach, you don't have to change all of them. You only have to change one of them, perhaps. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So if, if they're unique, then you only need to change the ones that were breached. You don't need to go change them everywhere. Uh, so that will save you a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. A lot of headache too. Talk to us, talk to me a little bit about what is, what is, what makes a good password? Yeah. So a good password is a password that's going to be hard for other people to guess. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's there's two types of attackers that we need to worry about. Mm -hmm. So one is people who might actually know you and they may know stuff about you, like the name of your kids or your dog or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but the other type of attacker is someone who doesn't know you, doesn't actually care anything about you. They're just trying to crack as many passwords as they can. Mm -hmm. And they're going to use computer programs to do it. Mm -hmm. And so those computer programs know what common passwords are, and they're going to try billions of guesses of every variation on all of the passwords they know from the data are mm -hmm. common. Yeah. So you have to do things that are different than what everybody else is doing in your password. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, most people put the numbers at the end of their password, and okay. they put the capital letters at the beginning. Oh, interesting. So don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't Mix do that. It up. Put your capital letters in the middle. Put your numbers in the middle. And definitely don't put an exclamation point at the end of your password. That's <laughs> super common. Got it. Got it. Now, uh, it seems to me that the best thing you can do is to be unpredictable when it comes to passwords. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And the second thing you probably want to do is longer is better. Is that accurate as well? Yes. Got it. So now you've also developed a tool that can test the strength of a password. And a lot of these new password managers have the ability to generate passwords for you. Do you, do you like using those? Would you recommend people using those? Yes, I, uh, I highly recommend them. If you're going to use a password manager, which you should, mm -hmm. then you should also use the feature to generate random passwords. Okay. Because a random password that the tool generates is going to be much better than anything you're going to think of on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you have them remembering it for you. So it's not like you have to remember a sequence of 15 random numbers and letters and characters. Exactly. So let's take a step back here because you, while you may be best known for passwords, you have a broad range of experience when it comes to security and privacy. Uh, we're obviously more focused on security and privacy than we've ever been now, especially as this internet age matures. But if we take a step back, what are the biggest threats to our personal data security these days? Yeah, we have a lot of threats these days. Um, so besides people attacking our passwords, we also have um, threats from social media where uh, information that we've put on social media may be disseminated uh, much further than we anticipate. Mm -hmm. uh, there are also all sorts of data breaches that 
we have no control over from, you know, all the businesses that have our data. Um, they may have a data breach and expose personal information or financial information or records uh, mm-hmm. concerning us. Right. And so for the entrepreneurs that were, you know, are listening in here who have their two pieces of their lives so inextricably intertwined and whose social media presence is very public, what are the two or three things you would tell them in terms of how to manage the risk? Because it's all about managing risk, right? Yeah. Um, so so I think you want to um, monitor your accounts mm-hmm. so that if there is a breach of some sort that you will uh, notice it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that includes your social media accounts, but but also, you know, all of your financial accounts. You want to look at all of the bills, see if there's any uh, strange activity. Um, and, you know, if you've ever been in a data breach and if they offer you any sort of credit monitoring service for free, mm-hmm. like definitely take that yeah. and use it and have it monitor your accounts. Got it. Yeah, because it seems like no matter how much of a security cocoon we try to build around ourselves, it's really not feasible to operate in the world that we live in without having risks. I mean, even security companies get hacked. So it sounds like the best thing you can do is just to be vigilant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've had uh, so security monitoring on my accounts mm-hmm. and multiple times they've notified me that somebody has created a credit card in my name. Oh, wow. Um, but but it was caught right away mm-hmm. before any charges were actually made on it. And so, you know, it, it wasn't a big hassle because we caught it so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like, you know, I, I'm, I think a lot of people probably have a very similar experience. It's not about if, it's about when these days. And you just have to stay very vigilant. Um, yeah. Let's talk for a minute about your personal experiences with privacy and data. Obviously, you spend all of your time focused on the research and practical research and and what makes a strong password, how to protect yourself. But have you ever had an experience where you have had your identity stolen or compromised? Yes, I have. Um, I actually had um, my mobile phone accounts uh, taken over uh, by an attacker. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And so what happened? Um, well, one day I was using my phone and the phone suddenly went dead and I assumed, <laughs> you know, bad cell cover. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I assumed bad cell coverage. Right? right. So, you know, I walked around, tried again, didn't work, mm-hmm. you know, finally gave up next morning, pick up my phone again and it's still not working. And then my husband says that his phone isn't working either. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I called the, I called the phone company. Um, they didn't know what happened. Uh, you know, we went to the, um, to the phone store and they looked at the phones and then that's when they realized that there was fraud on our account and someone had gone into a phone store with a fake ID and wanted to upgrade my phones. And they walked out with two brand new phones charged to my account with my phone numbers on them. Really? They didn't, all they needed was a fake ID. That was it? That was it. Holy, what, what, when did this happen? Uh, this happened in 2016. That is, that's terrifying. That is, ter- have, have things gotten any, I mean, the wireless provider that you use should have had better security measures in place, no? Um, they, they very much should have. Uh, so I, I did some research um, into it at the time and mm-hmm. found that all of the major carriers have some significant weaknesses in their security practices. Yeah. Um, and, 
And so this could have happened with any of the major carriers. They've done a few things to try to improve the situation mm-hmm. since then, um, but it's still not great. Um, about the only things that you can do to protect yourself are one, um, if your carrier gives you the option of having a secondary password, mm-hmm. you should take it. Yeah. Um, and so that means that if you walk into a phone store, they're going to say, okay, I, I can't do anything for you until you tell me that password. Oh, okay. um, so that offers some level of protection, although it's not perfect yeah. um, because it still relies on the employee remembering to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing is that if anything weird is going on with your phone, like it suddenly, you know, dies like that, uh, be very suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Be very suspicious. Be skeptical. So they've yeah. gotten better, but they're not great. And how does that impact like two-factor authentication? Because a lot of us use two-factor authentication for some of our big accounts and we do it via email, we do it via text often. How does that impact it? Yeah, so uh, one of the reasons that um, thieves want to do this sort of attack is so that they can then pretend to be you and do two-factor authentication and then break into either your social media accounts or your bank accounts. Um, I was very lucky that that didn't happen to me, but there are a lot of um, people that that has happened to Mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty scary. Um, So uh, you should use two-factor authentication, um, Mm -hmm. but if you have the option of using two-factor authentication through an app rather than through a text message, then that's a much better idea. Yeah, I use Authy for that. And I know Google has a few products. Uh, and there's some hardware devices actually takes you back yep. to, to, you know, five, 10 years ago when it was all hardware devices. But um, that's incredible. Well, uh, that, you know, if if it doesn't make people nervous, it should because you spend your life in privacy and security. And if it can happen to you, it can happen to anybody. So everybody better. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> everybody take take the the proper steps and the proper precautions. It sounds like though the best thing you can do is be vigilant, set up a schedule, constantly review uh, your accounts, constantly review any statements that you might get just to you know stay on top of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, Dr. Craner, thank you so much for joining us today. We're thrilled to have you and really appreciate you sharing your insight. Uh, for everybody listening, if you have a chance, you really need to go see her TED Talk on passwords. It's awesome. It's only 15 minutes long and well worth the, well worth the watch. So thank you again, Dr. Craner. So excited to have you. Thank you. It's been fun. Again, we want to thank Dr. Craner for joining us here today. And please check out her TED Talk on passwords. It's incredibly interesting and will hopefully give you an interesting perspective on securing your own business. So let's recap what we've covered today. First, protection, privacy, and security matters more to you as an influencer than to a normal consumer because your personal and professional lives are one and the same. Two, we covered seven things that you can do now to add another layer of security and make yourself a more difficult target for hackers and thieves. Finally, we heard from Dr. Lori Craner, an expert on security and privacy, and she is living proof of two things. One, anyone can be hacked at any time. And two, if you have the proper protocols in place and stay vigilant, you can significantly reduce the damage done. We have so much more on our website on this topic, so make sure you visit www.trovebusiness.com, where we will provide you with articles, infographics, checklists, and much, much more, all to help you create a better layer of security around you and your business. Again, that's www.trovebusiness.com. Thanks so much for listening to Influencer Business. 
As a reminder, our episodes go live every Tuesday wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode and share your feedback on our website or on Instagram. Our handle is at Trove Business so we can cover the topics that matter most to you. I'm Rich Scudelari and you're listening to Influencer Business. Thanks again and we'll see you next week.